When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. Today, I got a story that I know you will enjoy because a spoiled kid who's being a massive jerk it basically gets owned by the teacher in front of the class. It's just one of those perfect karma stories that kind of just makes you feel good by the end. So sit back, relax, subscribe if you're new, and let's just jump right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted this story, uh, Errol, and Errol submitted this to me over on Instagram. So if you want to submit your own story, the link is in the description. We're also on Spotify, by the way. But anyways, right, so this all happened in sixth grade. And at the very end of sixth grade, there was like a very big math exam and this math exam would basically it would basically decide which math class you're going to be put into the next year and uh, there was a lot of emphasis on doing well on it i mean they wanted kids to try because you know they were apparently like you know or maybe in theory if kids wanted to be in an easier class they just fail this test on purpose as you know if you did poorly on the test then you could be in the easy math class and then you'd have an easier time next year. But the whole idea is that they changed it so that the big math test at the end of the sixth grade year would also have a pretty big impact on your grade. Uh, I mean, it was like kind of, it was a weird mixture of effort based, but also how well you did. So they were like, all right, good. You need to learn this material, but it also happened to just like help determine what math class you're What I'm trying to say is there was a big test at the end of the year. I went into a lot of unnecessary detail that I received. I'm sorry about that. But anyways, right. So we're going to call, oh, okay. Errol, we already named the subscriber, right? Uh, they spent probably about two weeks before the test in math class because they finished, they intentionally finish up all the like the content that they need to know about like two weeks before the test actually is so that they can dedicate that two weeks 100% to the test. So anyways, right, they're in a study group and in this study group they were put into, uh, it was basically uh, the, at the very first day before the two weeks before class before the end of class, which is also the day of the test, they were put into a study group and basically the teacher said, hey, I mean, you can like, uh, you can study on your own, but you have to at least be at the table with your study group. I just want to make sure that everyone has the opportunity to ask questions to your peers, especially if like I can't get around to everyone. So this is pretty good in theory. And in the very first day, he said, you guys actually do need to talk with each other. After that, it's up to you. So the first day, Errol sits down, and the people in a study group are him, some other people, and then the spoiled kid. And obviously, right, you know, he isn't known as like, oh, the spoiled kid, right? But that's what we're going to call him for the sake of this video, just because it makes it easier on me. I don't have to remember a thousand names. And the spoiled kid had always kind of gotten everything he ever wanted. Very standard definition for the spoiled kids in my videos, right? So they sit down, 
And they, they, they start talking, and basically what Errol starts talking about and the other kids in their group start talking about is basically, what is their plan to study for this exam? Because they all know that it's very difficult. They also all know that you know it will take a lot of time and effort to do well with, and they all know that uh, you know they need to be well prepared. So Errol's going about like, okay, like I'm going to cover chapters one through six um, for the first week. Then I'm going to do chapters seven, eight, and nine in the last couple uh, on the three days after that, and then the three days before the exam, I'm just going to do a full on review. And it kind of goes around the circle like that, and people are planning out their study guides or whatever, and asking very basic topics like, oh, is X on the assignment or whatever, and sometimes the teacher would come around and answer it. But the most important detail that you need to know is that the spoiled kid, the one that was, uh, yeah, the spoiled kid, the one who uh, was sitting at the group with them, when it kind of went around like, oh, what are you doing to prepare? The spoiled kid said, I'm not going to prepare. I'm an intellectual genius. Errol kind of just looks at him. And the other, other, the other kids in the class kind of just look at him. Because no disrespect to the spoiled kid, I mean, maybe a little bit, but they've heard him ask questions. And it's good to ask questions. And look, a lot of times in class, I'm asking questions that, you know, sometimes I think back, I'm like, damn, you really were not paying attention if you asked that question. But the spoiled kid was not asking genius level questions, right? He was asking very standard, if not subpar questions. So they were kind of looking at him like, uh, okay, I guess. And, you know, I don't know about you, but most people that are actually very intelligent don't go around telling everyone, I'm very intelligent. I mean, maybe if they lack a lot of emotional intelligence, they might, but, uh, or just situational uh, understanding and the logic behind that. But anyways, right, they had a few suspicions that the spoiled kid was actually not the ne- was not the reincarnation of Albert Einstein. Um, just a few sneaking suspicions that that might have not been the case, you know. Uh, but anyways, though. Uh, oh, by the way, leave a like on this video because today is my birthday, and uh, that will be my birthday present if you leave a like on this video right now. It's all, it's all I ask. It's free. It'll take one second. It may or may not help the video. I don't even know at this point. If it does, it's very small. It just looks nice, so go ahead and do that. But anyways, right, so, you know, the Errol's, like, turns to spoil kid after he says, like, I don't even have to try. I'm just literally a genius and kind of looks at the kid and is like, hey, bro, like, I really think you're going to want to try on this. Like, this is a really big exam. It matters for quite a bit. Um, oh, little clarification. They actually had, like, a four or five days. There's still, like, a, or like a week left of school after the exam. It was kind of just that, like, closing time period where you don't really do a lot, especially in, like, middle school. For me, we had time after our exam. In college, it's, like, your classes end, then you have the exam. But here, it's like you had the exam, then you had, like, kind of a bookkeeping time and just hanging out or whatever. So they still have a bit of class afterwards. That's important for later on in the video. But anyways, you know, Errol goes on to explain, like, dude, like, you're definitely wanna, gonna, going to want to study for this. Like, this is a pretty big deal. You're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be pretty bad if you don't prepare properly. And the spoiled kid doubles down on, like, no, I'm literally just a freaking genius. You guys are idiots. Like, I'm the greatest. You will see. And uh, Errol wasn't, like, didn't dislike this kid necessarily, but was also kind of just like, uh, I, 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 I don't know, man. Um, I'm not doubting you, even though he definitely was. He was kind of just like, ah, I don't know, bro. Like, I really think you should study for this. I just got a feeling that, like, you're going to want to study. And the kid's like, you know what? You guys just don't see it. You don't understand, like, my genius intellect. 
Like, you just got, you guys don't get me. And the thing was, like, Errol wasn't even, like, trying to hate on this kid, even though it was going to be very easy to hate on this kid, especially since he was like, I'm a genius and you guys aren't, and that's the reason why I have to study and you guys don't, or you have to study and I don't. But Errol was like, all right, this kid definitely, like, solved a math problem and was just like, damn, I'm a genius, bro. Anyways, though, you know, er uh, the spoiled kid kind of just continues on doing what he's doing. And for the next two weeks, Errol and most of his classmates do spend a considerable amount of time preparing for this test. This doesn't mean that they all do as well as they wanted, but they at least all put in a good effort, and the results have at least some correlation to the effort they put in. But let me just give you a little bit of a spoiler. The spoiled kid did not put in any effort over the next two weeks. He did not study for a second. He just played on his Xbox all day and kind of just expected that his vastly superior intellect in quotes, would be, it would just be so strong and so great that be able to guide him to uh, 110% on this exam or whatever, right? Uh, not, not, not the case. Anyways, they get into class. It's the day of the exam. Everyone's pretty nervous, and uh, everyone's nervous except the spoiled kid. At least that's the observation Errol makes. And, like, everyone's checking over, like, oh, my God, I only have six pencils. What if all six of them break? I need a seventh pencil. Someone help. Like, the, those kind of, like, unnecessary nerves. It's like, you're, you're worried. I mean, necessary. I mean, it's a, it's a big exam. You know how that goes. Uh, but, but sure enough, right, um, uh, they're all standing there, and Errol notices that the only one who isn't super nervous and isn't super freaking out or whatever is uh, the spoiled kid he is standing there and he has this almost a smug look of confidence on his face it is like the strangest thing errol's ever seen because uh i don't know uh, he just he knew that he prepared as well as he could and he did not have the same level of confidence as the spoiled kid so part of him started to believe i mean maybe the kid actually is like does have a genius intellect maybe this kid is actually like an absolute baller when it comes to tests and he doesn't even need to study I mean, very soon you'll figure out that, uh, not the case, but uh, anyways, they go into the test, and Errol happens to sit right behind the spoiled kid, and a lot of it's multiple choice, but a lot of it is also free response, and Errol goes through and he feels like he does pretty good, and he's kind of, uh, routinely checking in with the spoiled kid, almost just to see how well he was doing, um, just to see how much progress. The spoiled kid, um, very quickly finished the first page. So quickly, in fact, that Errol, in a retrospect, like, at the time he didn't notice, but with future details, he now has come to the conclusion, and probably the right conclusion, that the spoiled kid just randomly filled in the bubbles. Because he got, like, the first page done in, like, 15 seconds, which is almost impossible if you don't randomly fill in the bubbles, right? So they get all that stuff done. Or uh, he gets the first couple pages done. And when it comes to the actual free response written stuff, by the time Errol is done, the spoiled kid is still on the first page of free response with, like, nothing written down. Like, little kind of notes. You know when you're trying to, like, approach a problem and you just write a little bit and you're like, no, it's not how I approach this. So you write a little bit of something else and you're like, no, I can't do this either. That's basically all the spoiled kid did. And, uh, you know, Errol was able to, Errol left the exam with still like 30 minutes to go because, you know, he looked over his work and he finished. So he's like, well, maybe the spoiled kid picks it up in the second half or whatever. And he has a uh, Hail Mary, like amazing comeback. And, you know, there's still a chance that he'll do pretty well. So they get the weekend, but they get their grades back on Monday. So they all walk into class and they sit down and the teacher basically hands them a little slip of paper. 
And on that slip of paper is your grade and also the math class that you'll be in next year. Yeah, sounds a little demeaning. It's like, oh, you did bad. You're going to be in a poor math class. But the teacher also said, you know, it's partly what you requested because you were able to request which math class you wanted to be in. And he said partly how you did throughout the year and partly how you did on this exam. Because this exam is somewhat a reflection of how you did throughout the year and your overall are you going to do well in a higher level versus a lower level math class is what it, what it adds up to be, right? So the teacher hands around the paper and, you know, Errol did pretty well and he ended up in a math class that he felt pretty happy with or pretty comfortable with, you know. I, I don't think he'd be happy if he was in a math class higher than he thought he should be or lower because he wants to be, you know, somewhat challenged. He wants, you know, it's easier with like colleges, colleges and stuff or whatever, right? And, uh, you know, he looks around and the spoiled kid, he can't see what's on the spoiled kid's piece of paper because sometimes you're able to like look over, you can kind of get a sense of what the what's on like someone's, I mean, it's not great to do, but, you know, don't lie, man. Like, you've definitely, like, kind of taken a, taken a little quick glance, a little quick glance around, right? Just like, oh, okay, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll look over here, and oh, I just happened to see what that person got. Oh, no, they did not do well. Now I feel better about myself. We've all been there. It's not a good thing to do, but it happens. But Errol was not able to see what was on this kid's paper because he very quickly flipped over and flipped it back almost immediately. So Errol kind of assumed that he did terrible, um, and he was like, okay, well, I mean, kid didn't study, and he just did not do well. Okay, that's fine. That makes a lot of sense. However, at lunch, and remember, this was kind of more of a chill part. Like, this was more of a chill couple days because all the exams and tests were done at this point. It was almost like uh, almost like a celebratory week. So they were all at lunch, and the spoiled kid happens to sit down with Errol and some of his friends. And the spoiled kid's like, man, like, Errol, how did you do on that exam? Errol in this position thinks like, oh, well, this kid probably didn't do that well. And, you know, I, whatever, like, I'll tell him. He's like, yeah, I got an, an 88 on the exam, which that was pretty good. It was a hard exam, and an 88 is a very solid grade. And the spoiled kid's like, <laughs> only an 88? Are you serious, bro? You only got an 88? Dude, I got 100%. And Errol in his head is like, ah, there's no way. And the spoiled kid's like, yeah, dude, and guess what? I didn't even study for a second. And you studied probably for hours and hours. And I got 100 and you got an 88. So work smarter, not faster, bro. Which is like a, a good expression for some things. But this kid definitely just heard it somewhere and was like, oh, I'm going to work smarter because I'm a genius and this kid's an idiot, so take the L. And Errol was like, oh, okay, bud. Like, that's cool for you. Like, whatever, right? And for the next couple days... This happens in class. This happens like all over the place. The spoiled kid is relentlessly bragging about the fact that he got 100% because of his genius intellect. And he made the mistake to brag about this in front of the teacher that assigned the test, right? He was sitting in a group and Errol wasn't in this group, but he was in one group like behind them so he could hear everything that was going on. And the spoiled kid was like, yeah, so I didn't even study for that exam. And I got a 100%. And the guy's like, dude, that's crazy. Like, I didn't do so hot. Like, I got a 70-something. Which, you know, 70-something isn't the greatest grade, but it's not like he failed or something, right? And the spoiled kid's like, dude, I didn't even need to study, and I got a 100. And you spent in all this time, and you didn't even get above an 80? Like, oh, my God, bro. Like, it must suck being you. Like, I, I bet you wish you were me. 
And the thing was right. Very cruel statement, especially from a kid who did not do as well as he was leading on. Uh, spoiler, spoiled kid did pretty, pretty bad. I'm not going to tell you the exact answer until the very end, but, uh, the fact that he's not like, I get it. You feel bad about how you did on the exam, but don't be coming for other people. Like that's where we draw the lines. Like, okay, you can feel uncomfortable with how you did, but we're, we're drawing the line there, bro. Like, come on now. You, you can't be doing that. And, uh, the teacher overheard this. And Errol didn't really notice these things until retrospect. For example, the kid spamming through the questions, multiple choice, doing them randomly. Errol didn't really notice this until he learned exactly what the kid got as a grade. Also, the teacher noticing that, you know, Errol's like bragging about, or the spoiled kid's bragging about how well he did. The teacher didn't notice this, or uh, Errol didn't notice the teacher was noticing this really until after, and he put all the pieces together when the teacher accidentally exposes him, which I'll show you. And if, uh, okay, I did like air quotes around ac- accidentally, but I just remembered that you guys can't see me. So I, 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 did, I did air quotes around the accidental part, as you guys will see in a second. So the teacher's listening to the spoiled kid basically berate this kid for like, you're an idiot, I'm a genius, take the L, Fortnite dance, whatever, right? And uh, the, the, the teacher's like, oh, all right, class, well, let's just put on a movie, right? Let's put on something, just have a nice relaxing rest of your day. And the teacher airplays his screen. And when the screen goes up there, it's not the movie on the screen. In fact, it is something else besides the movie. It is a uh, it is a profile of a student. So basically, with their grading software, it's yes, you can see it in aggregate where you see everyone's grades, but you can also click on an individual student, right? And it'll show like what their average grade is, what math class they're going in, and also how well they did on the final assessment. And you know who's uh, who the teacher accidentally showed on the screen for like five or ten seconds before fixing it. Oh, oh yeah, this was an accident, right? He showed the spoiled kid. The spoiled kid's grade was put on the screen. Was this on purpose? The truth is, Errol doesn't really know, but he doesn't think that it was a coincidence. And if it wasn't a coincidence, kind of a savage move by the teacher. Like, I'm not going to lie, a little harsh, but kid was kid kind of did deserve it, right? Kid really did deserve it there. So on the screen, you saw a spoiled kid's name, and you saw what he actually got on the final test. Spoiler, it was not the 100% from his genius intellect that he was telling everyone. In fact, it was a 32%. And look, if you got a 32% on test before, it feels bad, man. I'm not coming for you. But I will be coming for you if you go around telling people that you got 100 and that you're a genius and that everyone else is an idiot because they studied and you didn't have to study at all. That's where I draw the line. At that exact very situation, I draw the line. But yeah, so everyone looks like, not everyone sees it, but the kids that were sitting with the spoiled kid, who the spoiled kid was berating saw it, Errol saw it, and the teacher's like, oh, my fault, and he quickly switches over to, like, Netflix to put on, like, a documentary or something. And the kid, like, Errol just has this big old grin on his face. Not because he wants someone to do poorly, but because he's just like, okay, this kid came for me yesterday because I got a good grade and I studied, but his grade was supposedly better and he didn't study. And he was saying how he was such a genius and I wasn't, and now look at who's the genius now. Neither of us, but especially not him. And the kid in front that, like, didn't do so well and, and the spoiled kid was berating literally just, like, turned to the spoiled kid and was like, huh, genius, huh? 
And a spoiled kid, his face was bright red. He was not responding to the kid in front of him at all. And the kid in front of him is like, oh, no, 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 genius, right? You were talking about how you're a genius and you didn't have to study and how you got a hundred and how I'm an idiot and I studied and even got a 40 or 70 or whatever. Hmm. The spoiled kid at this point is bright red like a cherry and he runs out of the classroom because I have to go to the bathroom very quickly to the teacher and sprints out of that classroom. And yeah. You know, it was a little bit of a tough lesson, but bro, at the end of the day, that's a life lesson. Hopefully that kid will remember that for a very long time. A little thing about uh, being humble. And also, if you lie, it can come back to bite you. Like, that's just something that can't happen. So yeah, the spoiled kid did not get 100%, and he's not the next Einstein, the reincarnation of Einstein, believe it or not. Click I know, on the video shocker. on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it.